Lord. Now, Lord God, I decrease and I ask that the anointing of your Holy Spirit increase in me, Lord God, that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be found acceptable in your sight. For you indeed are my strength and my redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. see our brother back today. Amen. Yeah. Glad to see you. Amen. Yeah. Nothing can hold a good man down. Amen. Yeah. Amen. 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 So we bless the Lord God and we thank him for his word. The Lord can change this word a few times over the last three days and I didn't go to bed last night until probably like 2.30. And I was back up at 8 o'clock this morning, so I pray that this word does what the Lord purposed it to do this morning. And I'm praying for the Wright family, um, praying for Deshaun's mother and his father. Got a text message from his mother, and it was my hope that she and the family would be here today because I believe that this word is for them. Uh, she did ask, and I bless God that Minister Veronica is here. She said, that, can, you can you please record it? Yeah. Uh, because my sons are in a very deep, dark place. You know, when the enemy snatches up our loved one through the act of violence, Sometimes the enemy of anger and violence will overtake us. And we will sometimes try to take matters in our own hands. Have you ever been angry so mad that you did something and you wish you really had not done it? I'm first to testify I've done that. You know, sometimes we act like we got it all together. But on any day, any of us can fall down and need a hand to pick us back up. So the righteous, when we are in this place, and our brethren, because those are my brethren, even though they might be in a place of anger and they might be in a place of hurt and pain and grief, they are still my brethren in the Lord. And I love them just as much as I love the ones that are here this day. Because sometimes we love people based on where they are in life. If we think that you got it all together, you know, and you you got your shabak on and you got your tongues going up, that, that you you are the only one that we can relate to. But I believe that the Lord wants us to relate to them all. I believe the Lord God wants us to tear down the walls that separate us based on where our status is in life. Sometimes we think that the degrees can do it. But there's a level in the Lord God that a PhD can never succeed. There is a place in the Lord, no matter if you're a trillionaire, you still cannot exceed what God has. So I, 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 I submit today that we break down the barriers that, that, that separates us. And we go out and we minister to the least of them. I think it's time for the spirit of evangelism to rise up. Because there are too many dying every day. And the church is still getting happy and excited. And our brothers and sisters are out there laying on the street. And we're okay because we are in here. We are not okay. We're not okay until our lives begin. 
us and we do not make this gospel of shame. It's not my message, but that sounds really good to me. But I'm going to come out of the book of John, chapter 21, verses 4 through 14. That's John 21, verses 4 through 14. And the word of God reads, Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. He called out to them, Friends, haven't you any fish? No, they answered, he said to them, Throw your net on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of a large number of fish. Then the disciples whom Jesus loved said to him, It is the Lord. As soon as Simon Peter heard him say, It is the Lord, he wrapped his outer garment around him, but he had taken it off and he jumped into the water. The other disciples followed in the boat, towing the net full of fish, but they were not far from shore, about a hundred yards. When they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals. There were fish on it and some bread. Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish you have just caught. So Simon Peter climbed back into the boat and he dragged the net ashore. It was full of large fish, about 153. But even with so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. None of the disciples dared ask him, who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came, took the bread, and gave it to them, and did the same with the fish. This was now the third time Jesus appeared to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. For a topic I'd like to entitle this text, cast your net to the other side. Cast your net to the other side. Now when I look at this, I look at John, the beloved disciple that loved Jesus so much that he stood there and watched him as he was nailed to the cross. One who loved him so much and had this, this close-knit relationship with him that is... Uh, a, 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 a person that can talk about uh, Jesus in a way that nobody else could. I don't know about you. Do you have friends that can talk about you in a way that nobody else can? I, I, I'm going to use Prophetess Roz. I'm so glad she's here this morning and she taught an awesome lesson on last Wednesday. Yes, yes, but we have a relationship, she and I, that goes over 20-some years. Yeah. And before we knew each other in ministry, we knew each other in prayer. So I can say to you that she can probably talk about me like nobody else can. <laughs> she can tell you some things about me like, like nobody else can. You know, you have some people in your lives that have lived through situations in your life, but yet they see that you are still able to stand. Yes. Yes. Uh, do you have anybody in your life like that that have seen you when you were up and seen you when you were down? They've seen you when you were broken and you didn't know how you were going to put the pieces back together, but yet here you are today standing. Yes. 
know, we all need somebody like that in our lives that can see us at our worst and can see us at our best and love us even the more. Yes, amen. God gives to us people that can love us. But in, in this text, uh, what I found here, and I began to wrestle with this thing, because Luke also wrote about uh, an experience that Peter and the other ones had with Jesus when they first met him. If you read in the book of Luke, and I'm not going to read all of the scripture, but you go there and you will find that there was a time when Jesus was looking for disciples. And Peter was on his boat Thomas and, and, and they were fishing. Nathaniel, they were fishing because that was the job in which they knew how to do. And, and they had been fishing all night long. And Jesus, he shows up. Somebody in here had been struggling all night long. And Jesus will show up in the midst of your struggling, in the midst of your warring and trying to do a job and it seems like it's just not working out. Have you ever been there trying to do a work and it seems like it's just not working out? You get so tired and you're broke down and you don't know what to do and you want to just throw in the towel and say, I can't do this anymore. You all can have this. I don't know if I'm talking to anybody other than myself. This morning, but somebody has been roaring and you want to throw in the towel and you say, I've had enough. Enough is enough. Jesus said, I'm here today. If you feel like you've had enough is enough and you want to throw in the towel, I want you to know that I will throw out the rafter and I will pull you in. And I think he's trying to pull somebody in today because he's throwing out a lifeline and he said, don't you give up. Don't you stop. Don't you quit. Do you not know that you're on the verge of your major breakthrough? And try to make us think that when we're on the verge of just giving up and quitting that it's all over. But you need to realize today that it is not over you. You are at the point of a major breakthrough. If anybody feel beaten and tried this morning and you're saying to yourself, I just can't do it anymore. I don't know how much I can handle. I don't know how much more pain I can take. I don't know how much more heartache I can withstand and I'm just going to quit and I'm just not going to care about anything else. I am just done with it. Do you not know that you're at the point of a major breakthrough. When you feel that you're at your lowest, that's when you're at your strongest because you are still here. Yes! So he, he looks at them because they had a quitter's anointing on them. <laughs> they had a complainer's anointing on them. They had tall, they said, all night and didn't catch not one single fish. And see, the fisherman knows that it's at the break of day when the fish really begin to bite. I don't know if anybody have ever gone fishing, but I, I remember when I was doing counseling with these boys and we would take them fishing and we caught our best fish before daybreak. Somebody got to know today that day is about to break and you're about to catch the greatest anointing, the greatest victory that you ever felt in your whole life. Amen. 
says that in the book of Luke, Luke's gospel, Jesus shows up on the scene and he said, oh, I see somebody that's hard, got some heartache and some pain. This is how they make their money and the resources and the fish is not coming forth. And, and they're about to give up because they feel like they done tore all night and there's not going to be enough money to pay the bills and feed the children. You know, there's responsibilities and we can't handle this. And Jesus, uh, he realized the agony of the pressure of defeat that was on them. And he shows up and says, hey, what you need to do, you got to go deeper than what you're doing. And in the book of Luke, it said, you got to go into the deep. And some of us got to go down deep. And we got to cry out, Lord, I need you now. You, you, you got to get it from the belly down here and pull it all the way up and let it come all the way out. Because the word of God says deep, call it unto deep. That when you cry out from the deep part of your, your hurt and your pain and your sorrow and your agony and you begin to cry out to the Lord. And the Lord says that deep is calling the deep. So the deep got to do something for the deep. And so the deep, when the deep heard them and saw them launch down into the deep and he said pour your nets up now and when they pulled their nets up they had so many fish that the net began to break somebody got to hear this right now because there's so much that God has in store for us that our net is about to break our net can hold all the stuff that God has for us but all he wants you to do today is cry out and say, Lord God, here I am. If you did it for Peter, if you did it for Nathaniel, if you did it for Thomas, I know, Lord God, you can do it for me. Amen. You ought to give the Lord a high five right there. So looking at the story in the book of Luke, and we find that when Jesus first met them, they were out fishing. They were doing a job so that they could have the resources to take care of those things in which they were responsible for. And now here it is in the last chapter of the book of John and these men have left that kind of work. They've left those kind of problems and they started following after Jesus. Make Jesus making them a disciple, uh, showing them the signs, the wonders, uh, and the miracles. And, and they are following him for three years. They followed him, and they saw the mighty works of his hands. They saw the anointing on his life. I don't know about you, but I would love to have been in his presence yeah. and walk with him. I know that he's with us now, but I need to see my Lord and to walk with him like that. They walked with him for three years. But let me tell you this. You can walk with the Lord for 10, 15 years and still find out that, Lord, when a situation hits you, and I've been walking with you for the last 20, 30 years, but that situation hits you so hard, the next thing you know, you find yourself walking back to that which you was familiar with. Y'all gonna catch this. Because that's what happened. In the book of Luke, he showed them how to really catch fish. They saw the miracle. 
America got excited, started following after him. But then trouble hit them, knocked on their door, took away the anointed one from them. And the next thing you know, they're going backwards. Some people might say they backslid a little bit. I don't know about you, but some of us have walked a little bit backwards. Y'all better get this. When trouble came, you began to do that which you were familiar with because you're comfortable doing that. You're comfortable doing what you know how to do because they were good fishermen and they caught good fish. That was their trade. That was their professional. Some of us got some professions and we are good at it. And some of the professions in which we're good at it is not godly, but we are good at it. Jesus stood on the shore 
But the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. How do you how, how many of you know that Jesus is standing up right now? This is his shore, and he's looking at us. Can you see him here today? See, oftentimes we're looking at the man or woman of God, and all you can see is me. But I want you to see the Jesus in me. And when I begin to speak these words today, know that it is the word of God. John says, In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God and the word was God and he said that we beheld the beauty of the son of a living God and many that beheld the beauty of the son of a living God so were they saved so I thank God today that I beheld the beauty of a living God and I can stand here today and say I am saved sanctified and filled with his Holy Spirit so Jesus standing up looking at us wondering Will you just give everything over to me? I see you in the place this morning. I see you, what you have need of. I want you to know that I am here. I am your very present help in times of trouble. Do you know that the Lord God is your present help? Do you know that the Lord God has even given angels to watch over you? Though the enemy try to slay you, yet you live because the Son of the living God lives inside of you. You are here today because this is your divine appointment today. This is your time and this is your moment. The Lord God says I am standing up through my son Jesus Christ and I am looking over the audience today and I am awaiting every situation and I'm looking at every circumstance that has tried you this week and that even tried you this morning. Know that when the Lord stands up, he means business. So he's standing up today because he means business concerning your life. He means business concerning your circumstance today. And so as the Lord stands up, he looks and he sees you and he calls you by name. He called me by name. He said, Deborah, do you see me standing up? Do you see me standing up interceding for you? Do you see me standing up making provision for you? Do you see me standing up bringing you comfort when your heart is troubled, broken down? Do you see me? I am a God that is not far off. I sent my son that you can see me through him. And so he says he calls out to them. And the thing about it is Jesus, he's not like some of our friends. You know, you can have some friends that if you don't do everything they want you to do and you don't say all the things they want you to say, then they're not your friends anymore. You gotta act like they want you to act. You gotta act as a matter of fact, uh, Minister Marie did a puppet show last week and the puppet did what Marie told the puppet to do. And see, some of you got some friends that are using you as puppets and you're doing it exactly what they want you to do. But I tell you today, let them go because you are nobody's puppet. Oh, Jesus. It's hot up in here today. But, 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 but Jesus, he didn't want no puppet, no puppeteers around him. He wanted you to just be real. He didn't want 
want you to be fake. A lot of us love fake. You know, tell me I'm looking good every day when you know I don't have it all together. You know, just uh, to appease my emotions. I need you to tell me the truth. If I'm messing up, tell me, girl, you better get yourself together. Yeah. You're going to come right today. You better tighten up. And Jesus can deal with us when we are real. But it's the ones that, you know, act like they are so in love with the Lord. I just love And you make them mad. Back said, No, they answered. I can just hear them, No, 
ugly face. Y'all know y'all really hurt it. Your face do a thing that when you look in the mirror, you don't even realize it's you. But you're the you got the ugly little. You know, you just like, you're broken. They probably have one of them ugly faces on. Saying, Are I not enough? 
just hear my voice and even though it might seem stupid and crazy, just do it. Yes, come on. Mike, Mike said it, just do it. Jesus said, we want, we want Mike to say it to us. <laughs> and then he goes on and says, oh, he's so funny today. <laughs> what you doing today, Lord? <laughs> Then the disciples whom Jesus loved, this is John, then the disciples whom Jesus loved. When you want somebody to say, then the disciple whom Jesus loved, I'm like, oh, that's me. <laughs> I'm the one that really loves you. But he loves all of us. Do you not feel like you're special? I feel like I just got all the favor, and he loves me so much. Yes. But he'll share his love. So then the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, Is it the Lord? Now this is the disciple who loved. They said, disciples who loved the Lord looked over to the disciple that was in hiding. The disciple with an anger problem. The disciple that cut a man's ear off. But the beloved disciple said, Hey, you angry fisherman, it's not Jesus. <laughs> so why can't we, if we want to hear a word from the Lord God, we will probably not go out into the street. <laughs> and as somebody that has never entered into a church, is that Jesus really speaking to us? But this is kind of like the scenario. Is it the Lord? And as soon as Simon Peter heard him say, it is the Lord. He wrapped his outer garment around him, but he had taken it off and jumped into the water. So, y'all know what the outer garment is. I don't even have to go there. He was taking him a little swim, buckety naked. <laughs> and taking off his wrap. He was free. It's <laughs> You know, I'm just going to get out here and swim with the fish. Catch <laughs> nothing. And, 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 and when he saw the Lord, he realized, have you all ever just been in a place and, and you really get touched by the Lord and you want to just cover up everything you've ever done? Wow. You want to act like, Lord, I, I, I'm so ashamed of my state of being. But we came in the world naked, built up in iniquity and sin. That's how we came here. So the Lord God already know what you made up of. It is nothing that he cannot see. And, and then it says, and the other disciples followed into the boat, towing the net full of fish. For they were there not far from the shore, about a hundred yards. When they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals that were with fish on them and some bread. And Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish you have caught. Now, it's something that, here it is, they need fish. And they have toiled all night in the midnight hours struggling with that thing, trying to catch fish. 
trying to get that which would bring to them that which they had need of. But I say in the midst of our struggling in the midnight hour, and if there's anybody going through and it's your midnight hour, know that the Lord God is already preparing a table for you. He already has benefits laid out for you. So that even during the midnight hour, and they still had the toll in the midnight hour because they had to act in obedience of what the Lord God told them to do. The Lord God is speaking to us today, and he's giving us things in which he wants us to do. He said, obedience is better than sacrifice. Obey the Lord with all your heart, and with all your soul, and all your might, and he will give unto you the desires of your heart. And see, here the disciples are. They really didn't know who Jesus was, but they heard a voice that was familiar to them, and when they heard the voice, they obeyed the voice. The voice said, throw your net to the other side, and they threw their net to the other side, and when they obeyed him, the fish began to jump up in the net. See, somebody today need to hear the Lord God saying, follow my word, follow my voice, because there are blessings on the other side, and I can see that after they had told all night out there on the boat, sweated, cried out, weary, wounded, worn out, that there was a man named Jesus who stood up. He didn't just stay up. He said, hey, friend, I got a word for you. Throw your net to the other side. They obeyed him. And when they obeyed him, Jesus went, prepared some fish and bread for them. See, there is something in obedience. See, God, in your obedience, he's preparing a table before you. You're not going to have to work. See, sometimes when the fisherman goes out to fish, he got to clean the fish, then cook the fish, and serve the fish. But these fishermen, they went out to fish. They didn't have to clean the fish. Jesus already had a plate for them. See, Jesus already got a plate for us. He's ready to serve us from the king's table. He's ready to give us that which we have need of. But all we have to do is obey the Lord. The word goes on to say that when they brought the net over, there was about 153 fish. I asked the Lord, Lord, why you gave us this number? And the Lord said that there is coming a time when the whole Gentile nation, 153 nations, will be preached this gospel. See, when Peter and John and Nathaniel and Thomas and all of the other disciples, see, he was preparing them to evangelize the world. See, in the book of Luke, the fish net broke open, but in this story, the net does not break because the word of God says that when the evangelist, when the apostle goes out to deliver the word, not one will you lose. I don't know about you, but I want to be in that number. See, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Have you tried the man? Do you know him? See, he's trying to make us fishers of men. See, he was showing them, you are about to do some great work. If you just stop trying to do it on your own, I'm giving you my last word. I need you to go right. I need you to do that which 
and is going to change the face of the world. But I need you to hear me and obey me. They left their guilt behind. There was no more condemnation and shame. Because the one whom they had betrayed came back and served them. What matter of man is he? They wanted to build them up before he ascended. To know that they would be able to stand in a strength that they will need to face the world. That's what he does for us. He builds us up. Because daily we have to face the world. <laughs> so they followed him. Led them to a place to worship. And told them there is going to be a burst of explosion of the power of God. When Pentecost comes. We are in that season where we're counting the days towards Pentecost. And that's the reason why we must come together as a body and not fight with each other because there is power in the unity of our strength, which is his strength operating in us. The Lord wants you to be empowered today with his strength and not yours. Our strength fails us, but his strength, it never fails, and it never wears out, it never tires out. And he says to us today, trust me with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul. Don't lean to your own understanding the way you have figured it out in the past that did not work. Trust that I'm leading you today. I'm guiding you into a place of truth. Because I already know your struggles. But if you would just allow me to lead you into this place of strength, you're going to find a meal already prepared for you. And you're going to eat well. Like you've never ate before. And this is not in the natural, this is in the spirit. Your soul will be satisfied in him if you would just eat of the bread, which is the word he has served you today. Eat it well. Hearken to his voice and obey his command and watch him do it. For what he did for his beloved friends, you too, he will do for you likewise. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise.